0: The future of photography. Adrian, have you ever done any virtual reality? That's a good question. I mean, uh, have you been in one of these headsets, the big bulky things you put in front of your face?
1: Do you know what I don't think I have? What I have done is is a Google cardboard thing where you use your yeah, phone for that. That's um, kind of
0: which, the, the, the baby steps version of that, but it's yes. it kind of gets there. Um, so I want to talk about VR. Um, I was trying really hard to find a photographic angle to be able to put it on show, but honestly, I just want to talk about it. Okay, so um,
1: <laughs> the reason <laughs> is okay, I, The reason <laughs> is I
0: have a new toy. Oh, okay. Oh, go no, come on, there. let's ge- let's geek
1: out. Let's <laughs> geek
0: out. <laughs> so so let's just just uh, um, go over what VR is and stuff. Um, so people probably have an idea of virtual reality is this full immersion thing you have the goggles on your eyes that shut out the outside world so you only see what's in there and then that thing tracks your motion your movement your, your head movement and your hand movements with some controllers and then you can interact and do stuff in that virtual world
1: yeah, did so you watch the movie of Ready Player
0: One yet? It's Ready Player, pretty much Ready Player One um, in a very early version. Um, <laughs> and then there's the second thing which we won't talk about today, but still worth mentioning, and that's augmented reality (AR), which is a digital overlay over the world. But yeah, you still how you catch Pokemon. It's the Pokemon, <laughs> yeah, the Pokemon thing. You see <laughs> virtual, digital things overlaid over the real world. It's also sometimes referred to as mixed reality. Um, those are two fields, but the VR thing is—it uh, has always kind of been interesting for me, but never at the point where I thought, "Oh, that's something I'm, I'm going to get now." Now, a bit of history: um, the Oculus Rift, which is kind of the grandfather, pretty much. I think three, four years ago, that thing came out, um, and uh, uh, Palmer Luckey is the guy behind it. There's John Carmack, who used to be well, who. I think, is the originator of Doom. You might remember that.
1: Oh, so do I.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, me too. So, so these guys kind of uh, worked on that. Uh, John joined that. And then in 2012, they did crowd fu- crowdfunding round for the Oculus um, headset. Their goal was 250,000 US dollars. They reached that in four hours. And their final was 2.5 million. So they tenfolded their, uh, their goal, which... Kind of gave them the idea that this is probably something that people want, and since then there have been a bunch of headsets. Again, the Oculus Rift, there's the HTC Vive, Sony PlayStation VR is in that field.
1: Yeah. But did, did they get did they get bought out by Facebook at some point, or is that somebody else? No, Oculus
0: is actually now owned by Facebook. Yes.
1: Oh right, okay,
0: right. And yeah. and the uh, the problem with VR is al has always been that it suffered from being too nerdy, right? It's clunky. It has the cables dangling. Which kind of kills immersion a bit, there's uh you have to like change your you have to have a dedicated play space, you have to have either tracking lighthouses or tracking cameras somewhere in the corners of your room so that it can see what which way you move. I'm always and, worried
1: about physical injury as well <laughs> well and
0: and that all that together kind of gave it a bit of a limited appeal to the masses, right uh physical injury is kind of a sorted assorted problem because the what these systems do have are kind of virtual cages so you you give it the play area and then as soon as you move close to the wall you will in in the in the virtual world you will see kind of a grid showing up so you, oh, do they? Oh, right. you okay. get a reminder that oh if you go further in this direction then you will run into something
1: Oh, that's but, interesting. I didn't so, know that.
0: So they're kind of taking care of you in that respect. Otherwise, people would be running into walls all the time. I always uh, assumed
1: I'd need to go uh, yeah and buy loads of pillows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> foam, foam cover your walls. Now, we are now seeing kind of a new generation of these headsets. Um, they do what's called inside-out tracking, which means they don't need external cameras to track you. But they have cameras in the headset that look outwards and that track the surroundings, which makes it quite flexible. Um, And you can also easier take it to multiple rooms. Um, That would be the latest like Oculus Rift Rift S and the Valve Index and the Samsung Odyssey. And even HP is coming out with a headset, the HP Reverb. Uh So there is a new wave of these things coming out that don't require you to set up uh, this complex thing. Um, Some of them might, but uh, a lot of them are now starting to do this, what's called inside-out tracking. Problem is that for these things, you tend to need a very beefy gaming PC. Ah, okay. With a a strong, well-powered graphics system built in, because it has to render the picture twice once for each eye and Mm -hmm. it has to render that at a pretty high frame rate so with some of those systems we're talking 120 frames per second wow okay so uh that that would put the pc in the thousand euro range and uh one of these headsets is somewhere in the 500 euro range so 1500 for, for a system that was kind of the thing that kept me from going there I can see that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in May, just a good week ago before we record this, um, I think when the episode comes out, it's a couple of weeks back. But uh, what just came out is the Oculus Quest, which is a fully self-contained headset for 450 euros.
1: Okay, so that's like a third of the price for the same capability.
0: Well, almost the same capability. So that thing is the headset with cameras built in, so it does the inside-out tracking. Okay. Uh, two controllers, so you can track your hands and you have like buttons and stuff so you can manipulate things in the games or oh, in okay. the experiences. Right. Yep. And it's based on a mobile system, so it's a it's a Snapdragon something in there. Um which is also in some mobile phones, so it's a fully mobile system uh with like two hours of battery life and it's completely self contained no cables no p. c. no nothing, and at a price point that is i think artificially low
1: because <laughs> the the con the, well it, okay so- sa- yeah okay now now you mention it it does it does sound
0: now let's look at this. So Oculus Quest um the it's Oculus is owned by Facebook um which which when it was bought by Facebook in I think 2014 that sparked a huge controversy in the community around Oculus because Oculus was this underdog company
1: mm, and, I remember uh, yeah
0: when mm. they when they were bought by Facebook uh, the Oculus employees got like emails with threats in them and stuff people hated that they really hated that but um, at least still facebook lets you use that with an oculus account so you don't have to have a facebook account whatever that's worth you know if you're really into privacy then uh but but then this is (laughs) this is an inside out (laughs) tracking headset for 450 euros um which
1: they've got to be selling something on the back end of that haven't they so uh, if it's not your data what is it they're selling to make the money back
0: (laughs) I think at this point it I I believe well the, the price is really low compared to anything else that's coming out or that's announced. Um I think it is it's just for them to be to be well settled in the market before the others come out. Um we've seen yeah, something a lo- similar a loss
1: leader of some sort.
0: Yeah, we've seen something similar back back year, years ago with the Xbox, which was like a, a much more powerful computer than the price would suggest. And uh, Microsoft deliberately sold this at a loss just to make sure people, that it, just to make sure it gets like uh, it, it is in as many living rooms as possible.
1: Yeah, but you're buying market share at that point, aren't you? Which is a, a, a yeah. perfectly valid business strategy.
0: Yeah. Uh so yeah the Oculus Quest has just been released and I had to have my hands on it on release
1: day which I did. <laughs> okay, well great. So, so tell me, how was it like?
0: Well, it, it is it is um it is decent. It isn't as graphically um powerful as a PC is of course, but it's it's surprisingly good and the immersion that you get inside that headset um is amazingly good because it doesn't have a cable dangling off of your back so there's nothing there that reminds you of uh you you know the problem is if you have that cable it's always pulling you always have to be aware of that you have to make sure you don't swirl around because otherwise you'll get tangled up in the cable and you pull the pc off the desk and stuff like that um with that this is just not happening it just doesn't happen so uh it is one more factor to increase the immersion level so in in some of the experiences in games um it is fairly easy to forget that you're in a game you are in a different place now now it is a bit front heavy and you have to kind of tighten it down so uh it can after an hour it can get a bit uncomfortable but um it is made for these quick short bursts of playing but it can also work like for a couple of hours and you just take it off and then you put it on and a few seconds later you're back in the game so it is really kind of this um uh, this they they took a lot of friction out of this experience a lot of friction and that's Sa- what sounds makes impressive
1: especially at the price point
0: i am very impressed by it and yeah i've spent several hours in it since i got it and i haven't been bored <laughs> so far <laughs> <laughs> now i have looked at what is what this how, how i could connect this with photography and uh at this point and i haven't really gone through the entire app catalog because they of course also cost money um but i got a whole bunch of them st- anyway because of the price point of the headset i thought well why not spend uh, another hundred bucks or more on games Okay, Um, yeah, sure. So I I tried out a few demos and I bought some. And one that I got, um, I don't remember if it's 10 bucks or if it was free, but uh, the one that I found that is somewhat photography related is National Geographic Explorer.
1: Okay. Now, National
0: Geographic, of course, is very photography related. And um, they have this, this app for the Oculus Quest that... At uh, this one doesn't have too much content. Um but I think they want to extend that. It's pretty good looking. Um they have three experiences in there at this point in Antarctica. So right, okay. <clears throat> the the way this works is you end up you you pretty much uh, begin in an apartment. Nice apartment, nice looking, like a sofa somewhere in the corner, uh kitchen on the left, open plan kind of thing.
1: Well, if you're going to have a virtual apartment, you might as well have a good one. <laughs> exactly. And
0: that's what they did and this is your home base and you have a picture desk and uh and a wall with empty frames and you um you go on a on a journey. You have a little globe that you spin around and then point to where you want to go and boom, you're there. So um I just the other night I tried the the one, one of the antarctica experiences which again very simple things but it takes you to this virtual environment you're in a snowstorm your tent is about to be blown over so you have to have to do a few little tasks uh, as in taking the, the tent and fixing it and going to find your sleeping bag in one of the storage boxes and then uh kind of sleep sleep through the snowstorm in the morning you wake up you get out of the tent the sun is out there's the storm is gone and you end up uh going down a path to around the corner to be um, presented with a big penguin colony
1: (laughs) so it's like a a narrative driven game in a way is, is it it is so, 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 okay. So uh, I mean, I haven't I haven't done that in in VR. I uh, I, I have played a bit of things like um, Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the 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 cowboy game, um, uh, which which is quite narrative driven. At least as far as I've gotten into it, is quite narrative driven. So yeah, it's it's a good good you know good entertaining place to spend your time.
0: Right, but then this is this is photography centric. So you have a camera with you, Ooh, which okay. is represented. If you press a button, a frame pops up in front of you so it's represented by a frame a like just the four corners um and in the middle it has a bit of a thing that looks like you're looking through the viewfinder of a camera so um, how many
1: card slots does it have none
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a virtual (laughs) camera so you get to frame things just by moving your head and then you press the button and it goes click and the photo gets the in quotes, photo, because it's an artificial environment. But the in-game photo gets stored in your uh, inventory somewhere on your camera roll. I don't don't remember what they call it, but it's something along those lines. And um, then you have very little controls on that camera. You can change the zoom, which which uh, means that frame changes in size. Mm-hmm. And ah, right.
1: Okay. Yes. So your field of view doesn't, but, but the, like frame, it doesn't change the frame, the frame, frame lines, is it, is it like, is it like a range finder frame lines? A little bit like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. And
0: then the, the frame changes. So you have three different zoom levels and that's it. No focus, no fiddling with any controls. There are no controls. That is pretty much what you get the frame and the, and the, the size of the frame, e.g. the zoom level of the camera. Okay. And then when you're done, you reappear back home in your apartment and you get to uh, go over to the picture desk, which is just a virtual console hovering in front of you. And there you can take the photos that you have two bins, two small symbolic bins. And one is the keep this and the other is the delete this one. So you pretty much drag the photos out of the out of this uh, contraption and then you can take them and just plop them into the frames you just drag them up and drop them and then they are in the picture frames there's an entire wall of picture frames that are mostly empty so you get to rearrange the photos and of course this being a product that belongs to Facebook you can of course share the photo to Facebook
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: and that is it that's the entire experience now again okay. three things in in antarctica and there's definitely going to be more in the future maybe you can buy experience packs i don't know um no,
1: you're getting into total recall territory there aren't you
0: <laughs> sort of but it's 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 a very limited experience yeah um but but interestingly enough what does that mean for the future of photography well we already kind of discussed in-game photography so it's one more of those and if there are any other photography related experience experiences in the Oculus Quest that i don't know about uh let me know anyone yeah. who listens to who knows more about the photography parts of other apps and but but this one i think was note was worth talking about because it is specifically um about photography about the experience of travel but also the the photography now what does this mean for the future of photography Ooh,
1: I, I don't know i've got a few things going around in my head okay, i have got go to get one one of them i've got to get out before we get into the proper conversation which shoot. is what you've just <laughs> described there as the camera experience is is a leica 3 with a tri <laughs> 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 right and I, i'm sorry I, you know for, for people that means something too great for people that doesn't don't worry about it it's just the way my brain went um but the yeah so now now i've got that out of my system what does it mean for the future of photography um uh, so so uh, again another another idea just jumped into my head is is education um uh if you could create a, a, an experience like that um yeah it that it could easily be used in classrooms you know to 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 give children and and maybe even older students you know um uh, a a chance to uh, to le- to learn uh how to manage in those environments or to simply just to learn in an academic sense about what those environments are like uh, as well as you know or, or you could use it in art classes even I mean, you could use that sort of thing for for you know more than just the educational bit in terms of academics but you know in in terms of creative education oh as well.
0: there's there's other stuff in there that is not photography related but that's uh equally mind-blowing um vr veterans of course no uh tilt brush for example but for um for the new ones and <laughs> who are coming on board, and I predict there will be a lot based on that price point and on what what it can do um Tilt Brush is a three d painting program, so you get to paint in three d space and you get to resize and move around and use different brushes and the brush could be a rainbow that sparkles or could be okay. uh, it could be a felt pen or it could be like at different sizes and uh you can size things from the size of a mouse to the size of dinosaur, so you get to uh, work on different levels either you are inside what you create, as in this being the size of you right. or then you just shrink it and paint some bigger strokes around it, some background or whatever so this ah, okay. is a, this is a very very creative tool um there's of course a lot of shoot 'em up games as you would expect um there's a a vader a new um by lucas games a new vader experience vader immortal which is a i think a 45 minute uh interactive movie kind of thing that you are inside of and you have to some some uh laser sword fighting and you do some climbing up and down stairs and you uh get to talk to vader which is very impressive him standing in front of you because he's kind of a big guy, right? A tall guy. And
1: yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very
0: intimidating if he points his finger right at your face. Um, but I think from a photography point of view, um, the Oculus Quest might change the, the field a bit. It might, might, might be a bit of a game changer because it has the chance of opening VR up to the masses with the price, with the portability. Um,
1: it it's, it sounds interesting. My 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 mind is racing around all sorts of crazy ideas at the moment about you know how this could apply to photography. I mean, there is you know uh, everything from you know at, at the high end. And, you know, I know that uh, it's quite common, I believe, these days when you're making high budget movies. Um, to do a lot of uh 3d modeling and pre-visualization so that you know which then you know, allows you to, to to plan your production uh, oh that is a perfect in, tool for that in greater granularity so that so that that that's definitely uh, you know that that as a, as a supporting tool for uh, uh for for that kind of activity you know that's that's large scale high budget stuff i guess and um but yeah you, you could um i mean you, you could you could create whole photography-based worlds and <laughs> that sort of thing, couldn't you? I mean, that's... of course you could. I, I think
0: at this point, I mean, at this point, all the the experiences and the games that we're talking fifty, sixty games at this point during launch are all ported from existing games. So there's, I think, just a handful of things that have been newly right. created for the Oculus Quest. The rest is from uh, from a catalog that is uh, well from other tethered headsets so i i think we'll see christmas 2019 to be uh this this will be one of the hot games uh, oh, okay, the hot okay. well there's and, a
1: there's a prediction we can on, come back and check later <laughs> yes
0: uh, hot a hot item on the wish list of kids and uh grown-ups
1: <laughs> for sure so, it's it's
0: it, i think we have to wait for now i think we should revisit the year from now because i think now that people actually have it in their hands there will be a lot more development that takes advantage of the um of the freedom you have in this thing
1: yeah there's 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 always been a i think a chicken and egg thing with vr hasn't there it's just like the 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 hardware is not much cop unless you've got the software but nobody's developing the software because nobody's bought the hardware um i think this one might
0: might be the one that jump starts that because the the term I've read now several times is people calling it the iPod of VR
1: ooh that's, so, that's, that's aggressive marketing it is, it is. <laughs> the iPod was one of the most successful products in the history of products <laughs> well looking looking at
0: this, um I think it has potential to at least rival it a little bit
1: oh okay so there we go because that that one of the questions i was going to ask you about this was um for, for me uh, uh, uh when, when i try out new things like this I, I try and ask myself the the so what question which i guess in in a lot of ways is is a just a broader example of what does this mean for the future of photography yeah so yeah you know, and and uh, up to this point um I, I failed to find th- what for me is what people call the the killer use case or the killer app, you know. For this, it's like, well, what, are, yeah, and and so ultimately, um, VR has so far has failed my so what test.
0: <laughs> but that was, I guess, mainly because it wasn't accessible to most people.
1: And I, think the- uh, no, I mean, in, in, in my own very limited experience of it. I mean, for for me personally, rather than at, at, the, at the you know sort of the economic market level. Um, and so it's interesting that you see, uh, the that your personal experience has been that there this is this does represent a a, a material change or or a tipping point perhaps or or, or something where where these things actually become. Much That's my more, guess.
0: Now, yeah. I've I've only been with the device for a week, so I could. Well, be still in the honeymoon phase and wake up in in a few weeks and go, hmm, it's not quite what I thought it was. So uh, I won't rule that out. But I have high hopes that this might change a few things. Mm
1: -hmm. Interesting stuff.
0: All right. So I think that brings this episode to an end. I managed to talk about my new toy. Wow. (laughs) That's okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah that's a good thing right It's a good thing and you managed to make it link back to photography as well. so I'd like to talk about toys
0: so um yeah that was it for episode 83. We'll be back in a week with another episode about file formats that sounds interesting so let's see <laughs> <laughs> No we all, we only have interesting episodes
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up and uh, come back in a week. Until then, take care. Bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com.